opens. Hey, uh, can I talk to you for a second? You're interrupting my nap time. I understand, but... This better be important. It is. So, look, we talked about this before, but I can't help but notice that it's still freezing in here, and Cornelius, we've got... This is an important interview I'm about to do, and I really gotta get the heat on, or it's gonna be a big problem, and I just... Can I ask again, can we just crank it up a little bit for today? It's perfectly fine in here. I'm perfectly fine. Look at me. Do I look cold to you? Both of us are wearing multiple coats. This is absurd. I'm always wearing a coat. It's December. Yeah, it's we're cold. inside. There's no need to lie about what temperature it is. I'm paying for this, more heat. That doesn't even make sense. Do I look like I'm made of nickels, Pat? No. Do I jangle around every time I walk? A little bit. Do I look like I'm made of money? The, the cost is honestly kind of negligible to heat the building for one day. Just one silly guest gets a little cold. Isn't he covered in fur? I mean, he's hairy. I don't know. Yes, then he should be absolutely fine. Oh my god. I don't know why you have to be this difficult. I'm already, like, at a disadvantage. We had to send Shrimp Scamby home because he was shivering. This isn't a good place for him to be right now, so that would I don't change even have things, then, wouldn't it? Because that would mean he was doing something around here. He's a kid, okay? He does some stuff. He gets paid to do nothing at all. That's fine. He needs the money. How about you stick to asking silly little questions, and I will continue managing the building. You're not even- you were about to go to sleep when I got here. You're not helping. It's my union-approved nap time. Oh my god. You know what? Fine. Go to sleep, Cornelius. Yes, I think I will. Just go to sleep. Go to sleep. Ah, dream time. Ah, look at it. There I am. Sitting in the corner in the tenement house that we lived in, on the edge of town, playing with that, what was it again? What was it that I used to make those whoopie pies? That's your easy bake oven, Cornelius. What are you doing here? This is my dream. It's not a dream, it's a vision. I'm here to banish you from my dream, Ben. You can't. Now look at you over there, though. You're so warm. Yes, it's all so very charming. I've got my slumber cap on, and I'm making my whoopie pies, but what of it? What is this? What is this artifice Didn't of magic? Didn't just love those good times, the good old days? Even, you know, when money was tight, you you had the easy pick oven, you had the comfort of a warm room and a warm whoopie pie. Wasn't that just swell? Yes, it was great, but what do you know about it? You're just a ghost. You're just an apparition wearing, what is it, a, a backwards baseball cap and wheelies? cool cool outfit what are you supposed to be just think of me as a sort of specter of your holidays of old i'm not here for any of your magic tricks pat i'm not here for it i don't care how happy this memory is okay you know what let's jump to another memory then how about that you know another little glimpse into the good old days oh i'm nauseous from going through that magical portal you'll get over it now look, who's that? You know damn well who that is. It's a young me, it's a young 
Cornelius Buchanan. Huh. Who's that that he's with? That's not important now. Come closer to me by this fire. Get warm with me, sweet Pam. I got something to tell you, Corny. Oh, you can tell me anything, Pam. It's not like that, Corny. I know you're only 17, and I am too. Yes? But I got this amazing opportunity. All right. I'm going on tour with Heart, that band that nobody's heard of yet. But they're going to be big. You'll, you'll leave me alone without you? But we love each other. No, you can come with me, Corny. You can come with me. It's a lot of fun. Money will be tight, but we'll be warm in each other's arms. I can't leave this town. You know that. It's not that hard. You just get on the road and go through the secret exit, and then you say your password, and then you use the incantation, and then you got to fill out a form. But, yeah, you can leave. It's not that hard. What will I do without you? No, I'm asking you to come with me. I, I, I can't do that. Why not? It'll be fun. Things will be tight, but we'll be warm under the quilt of our love. Well, if you really love me, you'd stay here with me. I need adventure, Corny. This place is all right, but it ain't fun. They're making amazing music, and I'll be one of their roadies. I'll be doing hard work, and I'll get to see the world. I just, I just can't go with you. I love you, Pam. I don't understand this. You're being fucking weird. <laughs> I thought you were cooler than this. I thought you were fun. You want to stay here doing what? What's keeping you here? I'm going to build my empire here in this town. Ah, oh, god damn it about this empire again. It's either me or empire. Then it's the empire. Fine. I'm going to get my fingerless leather gloves and I'm not coming back. Fine, go. You better get a good look, because this is the last you'll see of Pam. I'm turning my back on you like you turned your back on me. No, I turn my back on you first. You get out of here. How about we both walk out the room? From different exits at the same time. Fine! Alright, three, two, do we do it on three, two, one, or do we do it on three, two, one, go? I'm already walking. No, no, you agree we do it at the same time. Alright, then three, two, one. Alright, I'm leaving, you're leaving, on three, two, one. one. Good the fuck back. Wow, that's how it ended, huh? I don't like to revisit those times. Is this when your heart started to turn cold? It was born cold, Pan. I don't know if I told you, but they had to thaw my heart out when I was a baby infant. Doesn't even sound possible. I think you're... you're lying to me. It's a rare condition. I don't believe you. I don't know why you're showing me these things. I remember them. I've written them all down in my diary. Well, it seems like you kind of let some of the lessons slip. You had something good going with Pam. Warm and comfortable around the fire? I had something better going with my radio empire. I mean, is that what really matters, though? What I was creating was eternal, and what she was creating was frivolous and childish. I mean, it's also kind of eternal, that manner of speaking. That thing with Pam was a dalliance, and nothing more. I think you're just trying to pretend like you care less than you do. Disagree disagree, then. Okay. Whatever. What about, um, here, come over here. I'm going to pretend like I have a choice in this. Look, weren't these good times? What is this I'm seeing here? You don't remember this? The good old times? Me and you? Out, you know, out in that parking lot, setting fires and stuff? Talking about our dreams of big radio? Yes, those were silly times. Silly, silly times for silly little people. This is a decades-long relationship. I can't believe you would say that. 
I remember some warmth in those days, but we were desperate and bored. Well, sure, but you know, that's how a lot of people start. But that's, you know, that's what brought us to today. Look at us, passing back and forth a gallon of chocolate milk that we shoplifted from the 24-hour grocery store. That's what I'm talking about, man. Great times, good fun. Look, even Topher was there, back before I hated his guts. Yes, I remember this. He couldn't stop himself from trying to hear the fire. Gang, folks, hey, are you hearing this? The crackling of this fire. I just can't get enough of it. You can hear it breathing and the hissing of the moisture as it tries to escape from the logs. I just need to get a little closer so I can hear it. <laughs> oh, got him bad. There he goes. Burnt his ear off. Trying to listen to the crackling of the fire. That's why we always called him Hafir Topher. And Topher I thought you were calling him Tofier. We've called him a lot of things. None of it really took, though. Yeah, well, yep. it's probably for the best. And there you are putting snow in his ear because none of us had health insurance. Man. Different times. Yeah, you know, things have really changed between me and Topher, and I guess me and a lot of stuff, you know, since these days. When you worked days. at the station then? Yeah. When you two were friends? Yeah, you know, back when. I'd say not much has changed at all. You look exactly the same. Uh, no. Why is that? <laughs> I look, my haircut was different. Uh. But your face and your everything else looks precisely the same. Uh, you're being weird about this. Um. <laughs> it's like looking at a photograph. Did we do ads? That someone has drawn on. We wanted, we gotta cut to the, we just gotta do some ads real quick. Uh, let's just. <laughs> Wait, there's ads in the dream? Yeah. Do I Sorry. have to sit through them? Yeah, we all do. Here we go. <sighs> I sail, I sail all over the town. Our toast, it is white and our age is brown. Our boat is made of the white maple tree. With the white sitting low, we'll dream to thee. My sail, my sail, all over the town. Our toast, it is white and our hand is round. Our boat is made of the white maple tree. With the white sitting low, we'll dream to thee. Hello. It's your neighborhood Donnie. Uh, it's that time of year where me and my friends, the Wassilers, we come around town and we just got one little simple request. Give us a little bit of that tasty good Wassail that you know, that I know and you know, we both know you got. It's that delightful hot cider with a little bit of spices in it and a little bit of that brandy. You know, maybe a little lot of bit of that brandy. You've been keeping it in that back cabinet. And you know what you get? You get a delightful song like the one you just been listening to. So, we'll be seeing you, and we'll be getting that wassail. But you know, you'll you'll enjoy this little taste of the song, and uh, we'll be seeing you this winter times to get our wassail and uh, to give you a little song. For example, here you go. Wassail, wassail, all over the town. Our toast, it is white and our hand is 
Wow, great stuff. Um, I think we're gonna get some dream bucks from that, but whatever. You know, that's not that's not what we're here for. Look where we are now. Oh, and now you're dressed differently. Oh, I guess the same as before. Before we went into the past. Yeah, because it's the present. And you know, like flannel shirts are more in style now. I think um, skinny jeans rather than the sort of bootcut jeans I used to wear. Yeah, the flared jeans are strange. I'm always yeah. wearing a black suit, even as a child. I mean, you found your look early, and that's sort of a timeless thing, so... Well, it's because my parents were both morticians. I didn't know that. The only time I wasn't wearing black was when I was wearing the clothes that they were trying to fit on for the child bodies. Jesus. Which, incidentally, were usually black as well. Well, I guess that makes sense. Speaking of kids, though, this is a house that maybe you could recognize. I've never seen this house a day in my life. Well, let's peer inside and see if he can't figure out who it is. Oh, hot. Oh, sorry. Oh, I, oh, I didn't no. know this pan was hot. Oh, are you okay? Oh, yeah, I'm fine. I was wearing the, the gloves you made me. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you like yeah. them. Yeah, they're, they're good. Oh, you're too much. Anyway, uh, let me get this green bean casserole out of here. Oh, thank you. Hey, do you want a taste? Absolutely. Blow it yeah. off first. Oh. No, let me do it for you. <laughs> yeah, can you tie my apron back up? It came undone. Of course. I just love the holidays with you. Oh. 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 Hiya, Mama! Papa! What I'm the hell home. are you doing back here? What are you here doing already? here? Oh. Why are you already back? It's just me. You should be working. <laughs> My teddy bear froze to death because it's so cold at work. But Why are you bringing that in this house? Because, well, it's my teddy bear. Who the fuck is going to feed that thing? Uh, I'm not doing it. I just, my teddy bear's dead, but my heart is warm because you love me so much. Get that piece of shit you get that back on the here. street you where it belongs and you might as well put yourself back there. You get it out of here. Okay. Jesus Christ. Okay. I work all goddamn day over a burning hot stove. And I how burn are my fucking hands. If you're not working at the station. For your stupid, lazy ass come to come on, home with some you know rat the rules. in your hand. You're supposed to, to work and bring us the money so that we Where's can make the money? delicious money? Show casseroles. it to me. Show me the money. Show me the money. I just, they sent me home because it's so cold. I just it ain't any warmer in here. With your we love. ain't got money like that. I'm just so cold. Yeah, yeah, join the club. We're all cold. There's a piece of American cheese in the microwave for you. A whole sleigh? Yeah, don't say I never did you no favors. Thanks, Papa. <sighs> I love you, too. Okay, whatever. What am I watching here? This is Shrimp Scampy, you know, this is his home life. This is what he's relegated to, and he had to go back there prematurely because we couldn't keep him at the station. Look at what he has to put up with. Nice to see that he's not just lazy at work, that he's also lazy at home. That's a weird takeaway. That's what I've gleaned from that. He's also eight years old. I worked when I was eight. You saw me in that Easy Bake Oven. With that Easy Bake Oven. Working hard. That's more of a toy. All of the best toys are also used for work. 
I don't know that I agree with that. Look, we're gonna go, because clearly this isn't working, but Shrimp, he's even at home, he's shivering. And wouldn't it be nice if we could give him maybe a nice warm place to work? I'm not his father. Oh my god. It's not well, my yeah. fault if he freezes to death. I mean, it could be, in theory. It's only my fault if he freezes to death at the station. He spends like half of his waking hours there. I still don't think I'm culpable for this particular instance. Okay, whatever. Let's move on. You know who else is having some Christmas time right now? Me. Um, wow, this is meta, as the children say. Yeah, well, look, it's me dressed exactly the same because it's the present and... Let's just drop in on the interview, because I'm sure it's going great since you wouldn't turn the heat on. And I think really what I despise the most is the false impression that people get from the film, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't talk like an idiot, and I understand that James Carey was driven mad by the suit that he had to wear while while portraying me, but I don't sound like that. I sound very normal. I actually have a beautiful singing voice. My my second biggest complaint is that no one is, in any of the iterations, two-dimensional, three-dimensional, or live-action, uh, None of the, in none of those iterations does anybody ever address the elephant in the room, which is where is Santa Claus on Christmas Day? Sir, you, you brought this up before, and I just, I, I'm not quite sure I understand wh what the hang-up is. It begs to be explained where was Mr. Claus on the day in question. I'm sorry, I'm, my nose is running again, and I just, <laughs> I think I made, I think my agent made it very, very clear that there is a temperature requirement. Yeah, 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 of course. No, but here, take my I know take you a, said that the coat. heater was kicking on, but I, I, I swear I have not felt anything come out of this vent since I arrived. Yeah, just, just put on another coat, and here's a handkerchief, too. It's, it'll be fine. All right, I'll take your coat, but what a lot of people don't know is that I did have to incapacitate the King of Christmas. And... I've spoken to a lot of screenplay writers about how that alone, that encounter by itself, is the crescendo of, of the event. You know, there was Mr. Claus on the ground, my big furry fingers around his throat, and I had to throttle him until he passed out. That's actually what the scene from Inglorious Bastards is based on when Christoph Waltz, you know, strangles that German woman uh, to death. What? Yeah, same scene. Just two very different looking people. I swear to God, it's cold in here. Yeah, well... Where's that know, little boy? He's at With home. the thermometer that I asked for. We had to send him home. I made this very clear. Look, but we're... We got the interview going right now. Just stick with it and you'll warm up. This is not some two-bit pawn shop owner that you're interviewing here, Pan. Uh huh. I'm the biggest fucking deal that you've ever had in this station. I don't know. You're you're up there. I'm the goddamn Grinch. I I didn't have to leave my house if I wanted to be this fucking cold. I've got circulation problems. I understand where you're coming from, Mister Grinch. But look, it's 
just a, just a few more Here, minutes. You could have your jacket back. You could have your interview back for all I give a care. I don't give a care. Let's put that on the record. I'm the fuck out of here. You're going to be hearing from my people on this. You mark my words. Um, lawyer up, motherfucker. I'm coming after you. This whole place is going to be mine. Okay, well, um, have a good day. Also, I'm keeping this cup. That's fine. I don't, not mine. Well, looks like uh, you ruined my interview for me. That's going to be a big hit to the station. Nothing but prima donnas in the radio industry these days. You know, when I started this place, it was nothing but foleys and celery sticks. Okay. That's when people knew how to work. Yeah, sure, but we're here now, in the present, and we've got new issues to contend what with. What I'm saying is that's a furry creature that should know how to deal with the cold. Well, he doesn't. And because of you, we blew the whole episode. Interviews come and go. Okay, whatever. The Grinch is a spoiled little brat. Needs to learn how to be comfortable like the rest of us in the cold. It's winter. People keep their heat on. It's a very common phenomenon. Not in my house, they don't. Get with the times, Corny. I don't know what to tell you. I don't see why this is my fault all of a sudden. Well, because if you had turned the heat on, he would have stayed for the interview. Whatever. Let's go somewhere else. Maybe someone who you might have a little more sympathy for. Alright. I am tired of saying this to y'all. You are Prancer. You are Dancer. Donner and Bixen. You are all supposed to be arranged in the reins alphabetically. We do not need Rudolph here. He comes in in the fifth act. Okay, you two. I, I get it. You're having a lot of fun. But Mr. and Mrs. Claus are not supposed to actually fornicate on stage. I know y'all are raccoons. I know you're not getting paid. Doesn't mean that you should compromise this creative vision with your hoot nannies. All right, back to your places. We're taking it from the top of scene two. All right, the, the three of you in the manger scene. Hold yourself there. I need you to really assess the scene. You are not the father of this child. You're not. The face you're making is the face of, oh, that's my baby, I'm happy. I need you to take that face, I need you to put it back in the bin. I need you to wear the face of a man that is looking a baby in the face saying three things. You're not my son. You never be my son. Thing number two, I'm going to take care of you the rest of your life till you die. Or till I die, whichever comes first. We know the answer to that, but he don't. Three, you're the son of God. Can you do that for me? Can you put those three feelings into one face? This is actually much more tense than I expected it to be here. But look how warm everyone is, you know. Look at all these raccoons and opossums dressed up in their little Christmas clothes. There's a nice fire roaring. Despite it snowing, it does look rather warm. Is it a play or is it a nativity scene? It's like a nativity play. Sort of like a... Oh, there's a sign there that does say the nativity play. Yeah. Kind of a mashup of all What the... is it called? It's me. Is this what Christ meant when Christ made Christmas? Sure, yeah. Let's go with yes. And it could be you if you just had a little more warmth in your heart. I never, I never enjoyed the performing arts. What? You're the owner of a radio station. No, I did that for the money. Forgot that there's so much money in public radio. It's a tax write-off. Okay. Yes, I spent five years going to theater school. 
Uh-huh. Yes, I know every word to Henry V. Okay. But that's behind me. <sighs> okay, whatever. Pam moved on with her life, and I moved on with mine. But, you know, it doesn't have to be that way. We're each better off without one another. Look Maybe. She's out there getting rabies with her children. They're all vaccinated. And I'm in here, drinking up all the money. Okay. Just sucking it up. Would you compare it to any kind of specific drink? A get-up-and-goji smoothie. Okay, that'd be delicious. Look, whatever. We don't have time for this. If you're not gonna... You're not gonna acknowledge what's right in front of you. We gotta keep this train rolling. I would get off this train if I could. Well, you can't. I'm your spectral prisoner. Don't expect me to enjoy myself. Okay, I'm just asking you to be open-minded and maybe learn something here. Here we go.
living hell is this? Wow, it's that same school, isn't it? But I guess things have changed. You! Get back in line. I did not train you to be weak and to not step out of fucking rhythm. We have practiced this for too long. I need you to hand over your chrome pistols in your trench coat. You are off the force, and I'm gonna consign you to the wilds. So help me God, if I see you again, my battalion of gun food wielding marmots, rodents, and North American marsupials will take you down. Dismissed! Well, welcome to the future, Cornelius. I don't like this place. Yeah, well, this is what the cold brings us, you There's know. There's a lot of smoke, but somehow it's much colder. Where are we? This is the future, man. This is what's gonna happen if we keep being so cold all the time. Pam's heart is gonna freeze over. She's gonna have to let go of most of the programs that are school to focus on. It seems like Gunfu, which is pretty cool, but... Admittedly very cool. But sad also. I mean, listen to how she was talking to that poor little animal. I think it's gonna die out there. Yeah, well, a lot of people and a lot of animals are. That's what its eyes said. Let's, uh, let's cruise over to another locale. Speaking of tragedy. Recognize anyone here? No. Really? It hasn't even been that long. Just a couple of boring people crying in front of a grave. We should have loved you instead of hating you all the time. I did love you. <laughs> I, I just I, didn't know how to say it out loud. I was getting there. I was getting to love Trip Scampy. <laughs> how were any of us supposed to know your heart was going to freeze up? You were so delicate. <laughs> I could never look at this little hat again. Never. And you that's your fault. Why you didn't, didn't you do it? To, you didn't even get to put on the trench coat we got you. It's so <laughs> wet looking because it's so sleek. It's small. It's, you would outgrow this if you were alive right now, but you'll never outgrow it now. It's true. <laughs> Hold me. Hold me. Oh, okay, yeah. Let's hold each other. Terrible, isn't it? I hate this. Poor little shrimps. I hate every second of it. Yeah, too bad he was just so cold all the time. His poor little heart froze over. It's not my fault he's dead. How was I supposed to know? I mean, he wouldn't be dead if he was warmer. Why is everyone blaming me all the time? If I had known, I would have maybe done something about it. Okay, well, you know now, and you blew it. This didn't have to happen. I guess not. You know, if the radio station had been a little warmer, get, maybe it wouldn't have happened. Get me out of this place. Sure, you know what? Let's go, uh, let's actually go to that. Notoriously cold radio station. See, see how it's doing these days. Oh God, those bullets went right through me. Oh, I guess I'm making all those noises with my mouth. It's interesting. What am I looking at here? I has to be taken to the radio station. That huge icicle is the radio station, Corny. Damn. That's the biggest nighttime popsicle I've ever seen. Yeah, well, 
That's what happens when you don't turn the heat on. Are you telling me because I didn't call the maintenance man and have him fix the heating that this place turned into a literal icicle? That's exactly what I'm telling you. That makes no sense. Look, I, it's not the weirdest thing that's happened so far, so... First a child's heart, and now the station. Sorry, man. I don't think you care, but even me, you know, you... I can't do my show anymore here in the future, huh? So... Man, I look so cool, though. Yes, you do. Do you see cool. the moves that I'm doing over there? That's... I like how you... You positioned those two clips on the railings there. Because you knew you'd run wow. out of bullets. And you would need That's to do a backflip and... Jam the bottom of the guns onto where the clips are positioned to reload. That's so sick. So sick. But, I'm, you know, I'm sure I wish I was doing radio instead of... Defending our frozen station. We're killing a lot of people and demons. They're asking for it. But what about the people I care about? Okay, I assumed I was one of them. Fine, I whatever. I see what's happening with you, but what about the people I care about? <sighs> what about my friends? Like who? What about Wendell? What about Wendell Herman Groves the Fourth? Oh, that Wendell. <sighs> You're not gonna like this. He could have stopped all this. I don't know why you'd think he would do that, just given his nature, but... Wendell, let's, uh, let's just take a quick look. Is that him? <laughs> yes, 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 I'm about to crush your skull, your pretty delicious skull, between the claw of my massive arm. And not because you slighted me, but because it brings me pleasure. And because your soul, when it is entombed within the ribcage of steel that I now possess, <laughs> it will give me innumerable powers. It will feed my devilish heart, and I will continue to <laughs> destroy this land, and no one will stop me. Yikes. Looks like Wendell, uh, more machine than man now. I don't know what to say. I guess <sighs> what's really puzzling me is I didn't know why I couldn't tell he was evil before. Me neither. Like, very evil. Yeah. He lives mm. in a labyrinth. Yeah, that's the first sign. And then talks like that. But, you know, it was the, the warmth and comfort of our city that was keeping him in line. And once that failed, it was all over. It just went balls out. Balls right out, yeah. Hate to see it. It's hard to see him crush Mr. Dazzle's head quite like that. Couldn't tell I was and he's dazzled. really dead this time. You know, he's never really dead. I hope. He's spelling it out in the blood. He's really dead this time. On the one hand, like, that does make it seem more real. But on the other hand, that makes it seem more like he's alive. There's a strong argument for both. Yeah. Classic. Okay, well, is there anyone else that you like more than me that you want to... What about Mayor Ted? He would know how to fix all this. We're friends with Meritit. Why didn't I know this? We, we go to Why trivia. Why do you hang out with these people? We go to trivia on Tuesdays. He doesn't know Jack. Whatever. He knows a okay. lot about sports. I guess I believe that. You always need one that knows a lot about sports. That's true. That's a weak spot for me. Well. Taken the sack.
trench coat and become the one true mayor for all time. Yes. <laughs> Oofa doofa. Was that him? Yeah, that was Mayor Ted. You couldn't tell? Why would, did he have reptile skin? Well, he got that corrupting sash on. It, it did a lot to him, evidently. I always knew there was something wrong with him. Yeah. You don't know that much about the 1970s Cleveland Browns without being an evil person. Hmm. I've said that then and I'll say it now. Gone fully off the rails. Yes, now he looks like a dragon in a trench coat. That part was pretty cool. With a cowboy hat made out of snake skin as well. Completely badass stuff. It would be badass if it were on anyone else at all. Yeah, and he just iced that guy in cold blood. He was just sleeping there in his chair. He stabbed that volcanic glass blade through the chair and then through him, just narrowly missing the sash. Terrible. I've got Hate to it. delete him from my phone. Yeah, you should. You know, he's really got a, a sort of a mean streak in him. More than any of us could have known. I guess my question is... Why is everyone wearing a trench coat? And why is everyone performing gun fu? Well, I mean, simple, simple answer is it's the future, and that's just what you do. I mean, badass, it's cool, right. but more to the point, as far as I can tell, once it got too cold, radio station froze up, and we could no longer broadcast the constant loop of lips of an angel down to the jewels to help them out and the sleeping one woke up and broke through the barriers into town joined up with the demons from the abyssal plane and they've just been they've been tearing stuff up so what you're saying is that if i don't turn the heat on in the radio station mm. that a child dies of a frozen heart yeah mayor ted kills again again and within only a few years the entire world will be encompassed in darkness. You're right on most counts, except I think, let's just, is there a calendar around here? Oh yeah, it's, um, this is about a month and a half from now. What? Yeah, S sorry. I mean, it's not all bad. The gun foo is impressive. And the look with the trench coat is good. Okay, undeniably, but... Look at all the everything, everyone's hurting, it's so cold, bad stuff and death, that's not, that's not moving you at all. I'm on the precipice. I didn't know that we were this close to a trench coat laden apocalypse. It's more near than any of us wants to believe. Does this mean that, you know, you're finally, you finally get it and you want to turn the heat on? I'm hearing what you're saying. I really am. There is someone out there who wants to cry on the behest of Shrimp Scampi. They really do. Uh-huh. But bad things happen. This is like you're talking to a brick wall, Cornelius. What? Okay, here it is. One last thing. One, if this doesn't move you, I don't know what will. Let's just take one look on up the mountain to a little someone you might remember. See what's going on here, Cornelius? It looks like Grinch Mountain. Yeah, 
Let's take a peek inside. What is he doing? Why has he got all that equipment? You must recognize this And stuff. all those vitamin supplements. And horse medicine. I, I, yeah, I think he sells them. I'm not totally sure. But, yeah, he's, uh, he's broadcasting this out to the world. Got no competition either. He's just he's going the... on terrible conservative conspiracy rants. Mm-hmm. That's all people have to listen to these days. He's the only radio station in the world. Well, in town. It's the only one that they can access. This cannot happen. It is going to happen. Take me back, Pan. Take me you back to before back. all this. Mm, I don't want okay. to see these things happen, Pan. This is your bed. You I'll know, turn the heat on. It. I'll do whatever it takes. Hmm. I'll turn two heats on. Okay, let's go back. <gasps> where's my Where's my rotary phone? Bring, bring, bring. Hello, maintenance man. That's me. I need you down here right away. I don't care that it's Christmas Eve. Oh, I was, I'm in the back room, boss. I need you to fix the heating right away. Not just in this building, but at the Scampi residence as well. The Scampies? You want to fix that heat? That's gonna, that's gonna cost you. I don't care. Whatever you say, boss, I'm on it. All right, and happy Christmas, then. Happy Christmas. Feliz Navidad. Excuse me, Patrick? Mm-hmm? I need you to get everyone in here right away. Okay, but why? Just say there's a fire in the building. That'll get them all in here. Don't you think that's gonna make them run away? No, that's policy here, Patrick. I know it's your first day. It is my first day. This is the only fire-safe room in the building. Okay. Everybody! Come in here! There's a fire! I need you to get a pumpkin full of hot cider. Okay, I'll get a pumpkin. Full, full of hot cider? Cost is no object. You hate hot drinks. Not today, Patrick. Alright. Not today. I'm gonna get that pumpkin, and I'm gonna fill it with some hot drinks. Just one hot drink will do, Patrick. Everybody, I'm gonna get a pumpkin and, and fill it with hot drinks. Okay, Cornelius, um, that sounds delightful, but why did you call us all in here? There's not even a fire. I need everyone in here. Shrimp Scampi, I need you too. Why? Shrimp Scampi, I've got good news for you. Mm-hmm. You're not going to die this Christmas. Oh, boy! Because the heat is going to come on in the building. Hooray! We're also having a Christmas party. Whoa! Oh. I've got someone out there looking for a turducken and enough hot drinks for everyone. My, my Christmas dreams came true! Yes, we all knew you dreamt not to die this Christmas. Yep, that was my dream. It was hot drinks and not to die. You can't have any of these. They have rum in them. My mom says I can drink whatever I want, even the spicy ones. We're going to get you a new one of those, too. Yes, those those parents simply won't do. Shrimp, I've been meaning to talk to you about your parents. Um, I don't oh, think you... they're your real parents. I'm not sure about it. I think they just found you somewhere in the train yard. But I love my parents. 
Shrimp, we understand that you love them. You'll love your new parents, too. Probably more. Double parents? Hooray! Are the drinks ready? Because I could use a drink after all this. Yes, Patrick's here with the drinks. Here's that some hot so toddies. Fast, Patrick. Some hot apple yeah, cider. Hot toddies? Yeah, yeah. What? Some wassail. Wassail? And there's booze in it. Oh, God. Jose! Keep it down. Oh, no. They're here. Wassail! Wassail! They are invited. Wassail! 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 Okay, we gotta go. Yes, children, that is how Cornelius Buchanan saved the world from certain gunfury, as told in the original translation of Charles Dickens's A Christmas Carol, unaltered by Her Majesty's royal government. The one that Great Britain was too afraid to let get into the hands of its citizenry. Tune in next week when we revisit Rob Schneider's The Epic of Gilgamesh. Happy Holidays. I'm Humphrey Hunkart. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to the most recent installment of Subtle Frequencies. And I know what you're asking yourself. How do I support this program and ensure its longevity. There are many ways to support this publicly funded program. You can leave a review on Apple Podcasts. You can donate to us through our Pinecast link that you can find in our Instagram bio, or you can like and subscribe it and then tell 15 friends about it. In fact, if you do not send this podcast to 15 friends by the end of Christmas Day. All three of the ghosts of Christmas will visit you and visit upon you the horrors of Christmas past, present, and future. On that note, have a lovely Christmas. And remember, 15 friends by midnight. <laughs>